Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Nice slam. What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? How you doing? This is Danon Hughes. We are back in the building for another week of players only. Hopefully we'll have what four more shows as we make another run to the Super Bowl out at Arrowhead West, AKA Allegiant Field in Las Vegas. As we come to you each and every week, 6 to 7 p.m. during the season. This is players only. I am Danon Hughes. You can follow me on Instagram at Danon Hughes or on X slash Twitter at DA Hughes Guy 83. I have a guest in the building joining me. We got the offense representing in the building. I don't have to do any charity work this week with that barber guy, um, defensive guys. You know, I have to take some Maylocks and Tums anytime those guys come in the building. But this week we got former tight end from the University of Virginia, 2001 draft pick, fifth round draft pick. Played here from 2001 to 2004 and then with the Chargers and Buccaneers to end his career. Billy Baber. What's going on, brother? Not much, pal. Uh, appreciate you having me on tonight. Yeah, man. Appreciate you coming in. You know, I uh, try to get the rotation going and a lot of uh, the former chiefs slash ambassadors like yourself are, are gracious with their time and and uh, energy to come in and, and chat with us and open up the phone lines and the text lines and hear from the fans as well and talk some Chiefs and maybe anything else that's on your mind, man. So I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to get in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> I like to put him on the spot, see see, uh, see the eyes pop open wide. Let's go, Daniel. I'm ready, baby. <laughs> I'm ready. I had to get in my Google here to find lines. out what's going on. Here we are. The phone lines, text lines are open, 913-586-7610. Give us a shout. Ask Billy or myself any questions. So this is a unique week, Billy, because normally you've been a part of this show. We break it up into four quarters. First quarter is normally we're talking about the previous game, things to take away. Then we get into hot takes. And then after halftime, we take on the phone lines, text lines, and then we talk about the upcoming team. But I feel like... This is one of those shaky weeks. It's We haven't really been in this circumstance in the past except for one other time. I mean, with Patrick Mahomes at the helm, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, 
this is only the second wild card game he's played in his career. Uh, if you remember back, maybe the Chiefs fans don't remember, it, there used to be a bye week for the number one and number two seed. So pretty much up until this season, outside of that one year, uh, we were either the one or two seed every year of his career. So he's had a bye week. And now outside of the one time we played the Pittsburgh Steelers here at home for the wild card round, uh, this is the only the second time. So I feel like this is kind of one of those tricky weeks in regards to preparation because we're just coming off of a win against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, we're coming off of two straight wins, which is exactly the momentum you want to have going into the playoffs. And we're preparing for the Miami Dolphins, a team we played earlier this season. So in preparation for the show, I'm like, man, do we even talk about the Chargers? I mean, I know there's some aspects of the Chargers that you want to talk about, the coaching, uh, what possibilities could happen. So much else going on around the NFL with Bill Belichick uh, stepping away or getting pushed away from New England and the other coaching changes and the carousel that's happening while we're preparing for the playoffs. Uh, I want to just open up the forum, bro. I I mean, I feel like we can talk about anything at this point because it's not so much about a whole segment about the Chargers because nobody really cared about the Chargers, not just after the win, but leading up to that game. Sure. So, uh, you know, last week I think it was, you know, it was good to see some young guys get in the game, some guys that hadn't been playing a lot get in. McCole Hardman, for example. Yeah. I think it was huge last week uh, just to get him back in the swing of things, get him onto the field. Uh, We know what he can do. He was a very productive player here uh, for the Chiefs uh, for three or four years. And, you know, his stint in New York was kind of short. But I believe he can really help us going down Mm -hmm. the stretch here. Um, Great punt returner, uh, can make a lot of plays. Uh, I believe he can help, you know, with what we got going on with the receiving core, adding him in. You know, I know he was banged up for four weeks, and uh, getting him back in the swing of things was good. And, you know, I mean, we talk about it with Pat Mahomes, but, uh, you know, he had a bye week last week. Yeah. Uh, I think he took that as what he normally has in the playoffs. And I think he'll be prepared, obviously. I mean, we're talking about a unbelievable two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback who, you know, understands what it takes to win. That That's the thing when I look at – you know, what's going on right now? I mean, on that NFC side, there's Matt Stafford who's won a Super Bowl. Uh, on the AFC side, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look, but I don't know if there's any others that have won a Super Bowl besides for Pat. Um, so, I, you know, I think, you know, with what he's going to bring, uh, his ability in big games to play well, um, that to me is what we need here. Mm-hmm. Um, we need him – to pick the players up, you know, be the best player on the planet like we know he is, uh, and bring these other guys along when it gets to this playoff football. We all know it's different. Yeah. Um, we played – I played in one playoff game here in 2003, and you talk about the one and two seeds. This was back when the two seeds still got a buy. Yep. Um, and we ended up playing Peyton Manning that year, uh, and he had a game. And – he did just fine playing in that first playoff game. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, he came here and did not punt one time, and uh, either did we. But um, it was just, you know, I think he brings a different dimension of experience and leadership that a lot of teams do not have right now. 
Yeah, I think one of the great points I want to tackle about is from the, the takeaway from last game, and you mentioned McCall Hardman. Uh, as a former wide receiver, you're a former tight end being on that offensive side. If you haven't been involved in a passing game, whether it was three years ago for the last four years throughout his career and then coming back in to the mix this year and really not being a factor as much, like the success that he had in this last game. Like you, I talked with Dave Tobe today and he talked about the Jack Cochran's and Cam Jones's and Nick Jones's who played over a hundred plays in this last game. Now that doesn't make up for being inactive for multiple games, sure. but the immediacy of transitioning to the next week and being in the playoffs and having played that many snaps and gotten gotten into the flow of the game. It's not just about the reps, as you know, it's about the feel of the game. Like now you feel just a little bit more comfortable with guys like McColl to 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 have them be an impactful part of this game plan sure. because of this last week. It wasn't like it was four weeks ago. It wasn't like right. you know, I you know, I, I feel like it's immeasurable when you talk about the experience and for us as fans uh, and a lot of fans out there in the Chiefs kingdom, you may not equate this last game to being an impactful uh, opportunity for a lot of guys. But as you mentioned, McColl was the first. I mean, he had a 37-yard catch with his hands across the middle in traffic, tucked it away, protected in traffic, going against their ones. The Chargers were playing their ones. They're not playoff-bound ones, but That's there's right. still guys back there. There's still, still some dudes back there that can make some plays. Yeah. And to see him and and Jack Cochran and Mike Caliendo, Nick Allegretti, see the shuffling of the offensive line. Now you have Wanye Morris that may be you know, inactive in this game. Donovan Smith coming back, but you got to see the other guys. Joe Tooney can play left tackle. We got Creed Humphrey playing both guard positions. Lucas Niang moving from right tackle to left tackle if you if you need it. Um, there's stuff that we learned in that game that I think can help us. Absolutely. I mean, especially for McCole Hardman in a situation where we are here, as we all know, with our receiving core, it's been tough. Um, and him getting that confidence the game before – just going in, taking a hit. Yeah, you know, going in, understanding, seeing defenses live, um, understanding certain routes, where holes are in zones. What have I got to do? How do I get there? Just turning the ball up and running. Yeah, um, you know, you can practice it, but there's nothing like live game. Well, and, well, practice, as you know, is different than when we played. I mean, it's it's right. it's three quarter speed for the most part now. In pajamas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean. You and I kind of had similar roles in our careers. You know, the, the, the blue-collar guys, the reserve special teams, yes, try to take advantage of opportunities when they came, maybe not as much as we would have liked. Yep. Um, but I've of, often spoke about on these airwaves and, and during the broadcast, the game broadcast, about uh, when you have your opportunity and being ready for the opportunity sure. and how – you can be, you can feel, you can have your chest poked out as strongly and as big as Tony Gonzalez did when you were his backup right. and Jason Dunn because you weren't just sitting icing on the sideline, that you were involved in the game. And when you had games where you can, you were able to, to step in for more reps, right. how that was able to help the entire team. That's, that's what I see with these guys. Absolutely. And that, you know, and I, you talk about that. And I was a rookie my rookie year and we were playing. In Seattle, this is back in the AFC West when they were still they in still the AFC yep. West. Uh, last game of the season, we're warming up, and Gonzalez turns his ankle. 
Um, now, as you know, he didn't miss many games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he missed two in his career. Uh, this was one of them. Oh. Uh, and and they it happened at, pregame. And no, they looked, nothing leading up to pregame. it. Pregame. Yeah. And they said, hey, Baber, you're in. And I'm going, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but having that ability, you know, watching this and preparing all season long and understanding and being able to be put in a game in that position and preparing myself all throughout the year, you never know. Yeah. And if you're McCole Hardman right now, maybe he's not the one, two, maybe he's not the three, but – you can put him in the game right now. We know. We feel good. Put McCole Hartman in the game saying, look, man, you can go play the number two receiver beside Rice all night long. I got no problems with that. Yeah, you can bring us home. And you think back to the stars of several uh, postseasons and, and actually the star of this team in Patrick Mahomes. You go back, Chad Henney got a chance to play in the last game a few years ago, and then lo and behold, had to jump in when Patrick went down against the Cleveland Browns and bring us home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes getting that opportunity against the Denver Broncos back in 2017 showed this entire organization and the kingdom, oh, we got somebody. We got somebody waiting in the wings and then allowed them to utilize that opportunity to move past Alex Smith and then bring home the two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl champ, and change the the course of this entire organization. Um, yeah, I think when you look at this team, there are definitely benefits from what we saw last week in totality. And I think it's great. It's great for us to have that opportunity. Yeah, we would like to be number one seed. You know, a lot sure. of people can make the argument that we probably should have one, maybe two losses. That's right. We're, we're like three, four catches away, away, one catch in each game away, catchable balls. And an offside penalty. And an offside penalty from basically being in that position. But we are where we are now, right. and it's a different path possibly depending on how things unfold around the league, um, how, where we would be if, if – if chalk was the case in regards to the playoff setup, we would be going to Buffalo if we beat Miami, and we'd have to go to to uh, Baltimore after that to right. to win the AFC championship. So what? Like you know, we've we've had success on the road. Let's remember the Chiefs' first win as, prior to my win as a rookie in nineteen ninety three ninety four was on the road against the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. So going on the road is not necessarily. Uh, uncomfortable for a lot of guys. We just think because we're spoiled here in the Chiefs' kingdom, we've seen all these games at home that we just expect them to be here. But I, I feel like we're in a, we're still in a great position to make a strong run in the playoffs and to see glimpses of guys making plays like we did. Mike Edwards, the scoop and score. McCall yeah. Hardman, the tough catches across the middle. Um, that's going to be something that's going to be a huge asset for us. I agree. Yeah. So when we come back, it's the end of the first quarter. When we come back, we got some hot takes. I know Baber's got some stuff on his mind he wants to share. We're going to give him the form. Julio is the ultimate judge, Baber. So, you know, you got to come strong, got to come correct. Come on, man. Otherwise, you might get thrown out the building. I'm just saying, you know, it's cold outside. It is cold. But we're going to tackle that when we get back. Players only with Dane and Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
Bono looking to pass the football. Goes up the middle. Pass is cut. Touchdown, Kansas City. Touchdown, Chiefs. Touchdown, Chiefs. Damon Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass. Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Damon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news, and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season. And we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call me D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, we are back. This is Danon Hughes. I have my guest, Billy Baber, former Chiefs tight end in the building with me. And we are chopping it up about the Chiefs, about what's going on around sports. And uh, that clip that B-Dub dubbed for me is a couple of years old. Hopefully we will be saying six straight years, but a lot of other things have to happen. First of all, we have to win our games and control what we can control. But, Baber, in the second quarter of the show, every week, we go to a hot take, spitfire, hot fire take, and could be about anything you want across the landscape of sports or outside of sports. So I'm putting you on the hot seat right now, giving you the forum. What you come in the building? What was burning inside you as you walked in the building? We'll give Julio the judge. This, uh, this transfer portal... Um, for me, it's tough. Um, coming from the age of players where uh, the transfer portal is obviously doing a lot of things for football, basketball, and every college sport. Um, I just don't like it. Like, I don't like the what it's doing to the sport. I don't like the way, you know, if you're not starting and you're not playing, just put your name in the transfer portal. Yeah. And, you know, that whole element as a freshman or underclassman of actually having to compete to win your job. Yeah. And if you were a freshman playing, you were pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, now you just transfer. You yeah. find a team, you do what you want, uh, you move teams. It's just ridiculous. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, when we were playing, you never go play for Michigan, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you would never go play at Iowa State. Uh I'm the same way. Like, if, if Virginia Tech said, hey, come play for us, a, a year wasn't long enough. Like, I didn't want to do it. Yeah, like, you had yeah, a yeah. hatred. You <laughs> Now there's none of that anymore. Um, the other problem that I have is what it's doing to the high school kids. I mean, these young guys that are putting all this work in, it's so much easier to go get a 21-year-old who's been, you know, in a, in a meeting room for three years, uh, on the practice field, maybe not playing a lot, or maybe is, mm-hmm. and you go, listen. Uh, take an 18-year-old kid that I'm taking a chance on, or I can go pick up this guy and it'll be a proven commodity. It's just I see these young kids nowadays, and there's one in particular where my daughter goes to high school who was the Kansas player of the year, uh, broke every record, um, just couldn't get a, couldn't get a look. Mm. And a lot of it was due to, you know, they only take one of those quarterbacks every yeah. year. Uh, so, you know, they were saying, look, we don't have a spot for him right now. We're waiting on two transfer guys. So I think that's involved. Obviously, the money is a whole different deal. You know, these guys are transferring just to get more money. Yeah. Not worried about their education. 
uh, not worrying about the experience, not worrying about everything that they could get and learn from this institution. They're going to get money. Now, I get it. Some of these guys are never – a lot of these guys, actually, are never going to play in the National Football League. So making money, playing football is probably not something they're going to do. If they have a chance to go get two hundred grand a year, go get it. I yeah. get it. I totally understand it. It's Maybe it's coming from a guy that's a little – you know, pissed off about it because when I sold my textbooks in the summer for $300, I got reprimanded. <laughs> yeah. And now $300 falls out of everybody's pocket. So I just, I mean, these are the things that, you know, for me, watching this go down, uh, I think we saw a lot of it in the bowls, right, when these mm-hmm. kids weren't playing. Uh, why would they play? Yeah. I mean, why would you take the chance if I can market myself to another institution next year why would I take the chance of hurting my money capacity playing a game that doesn't matter? Yeah. Right? Not only in the National Football League, but in college football. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. Bowl games. Yeah. And that, that's just, this is blowing my mind, man. And I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but it's becoming tough for me. This transfer portal, they're going to have to do something about it. I don't know what. Um, the NIL, I don't know what they're going to do about that, but. For an old guy like- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Me, man, this is tough. Julio? Ah, well, I should have told you ahead of time. Julio is anti-college. He doesn't like the college game he's he's biased against college julio you got to get outside your comfort zone man you just can't be womp womping all of the guests because they talk about college man 
Come on now. Uh, I'm, and, and I'm going to tag on to my man, Baber, because I think you come with a, a unique perspective. I feel like we could do a whole show on the college game and the recruiting and all that. Uh, you and I were talking briefly before we came on air about the NCAA. I feel like a lot of it is the NCAA's fault. Like right. there was a way that they could have accommodated athletes years in the past yep. that I'm not saying it would have avoided where we are now, but it would have been, it would have made what happening, what's happening now less palatable, less, you know, they, we would have maybe looked, been looked at as villains a little bit more as athletes. If we would have scaled up to this point, mm-hmm. as opposed to what should have been done years in the past, the fact that, you were a baseball player. I was a baseball player. We both played two sports. The fact that we couldn't provide hitting lessons for kids. We couldn't go and do receiver drills with camps and making money while we were in college. To me, that was a travesty. Nobody would be hurt by that. No. And the fact that, I mean, you grew up in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, not too far from where you went to school, but I went to the University of Iowa from Bayonne, New Jersey. There was no way I was going home for the weekends or for for breaks or anything like that. Didn't have the money, didn't have the means. And the fact that there could have been an avenue that would have allowed me to go on a proper date, to have food outside of the university, to to do all those different things, uh, the NCAA basically made, you know, they made their bed in regards to how things are now. And uh, it is unfortunate because... Uh, I think nowadays the the who gets the worst of it, like you mentioned, are high school seniors, high school juniors. That's right. um, colleges, they have a whole separate part of recruiting in the transfer portal for proven commodities or semi-proven commodities. And it's unfortunate because you and I both live the dream of the recruiting process, right. having coaches come to our houses and come to our high school basketball games and talking to us in the hallways around our friends and asking mm-hmm. teachers about us, all of that that was part of the package. The other aspect that I really am passionate about because of the relationships that I built while I was at the university, you mentioned kid going to school for one year and leaving That's right. there's guys that are heisman trophy candidates that are going on their third year or third different school um i still go on vacation with my iowa hawkeye classmates and teammates we have tech we have text groups we have mm-hmm. fantasy football leagues we have you know all that stuff that is part of the college experience and the things that you take away besides a degree and the fact that with all this shuffling you don't have everybody hating the Iowa states that went to Iowa because they may transfer. Mm-hmm. You don't have the, you know, I mean, you like you said, Virginia Tech and Virginia, you don't have that experience. So I feel bad for the kids who stay and the kids that buy into this, let me get the money where the money is going to be given to me and not necessarily taking into consideration the, those experiences. Absolutely. It's a yeah. big deal, man. Yeah. So that's not my hot take. Because I don't want to get womp-womp by your biased judging, Julio. But as we come to the break, I am going to talk about the the eight vacancies in the NFL, uh, coaching vacancies. And this is not necessarily a vent, as I just got a couple, like a, a minute left. I'm just going to say this. Chiefs Kingdom, we should be thankful. You should thank your lucky stars each and every day that we have a, a stable organization with a stable coaching staff, 
We are successful. We're in the postseason when there's so much turmoil that's going on around the league. And not just turmoil from a head coaching perspective, but how about the other assistant coaches that could be being pulled different directions right now instead of preparing for their upcoming or 100% preparing for their upcoming playoff game. They're getting calls around the league for head coaching vacancies and preparing for that. That's their dream, but yet they're in the midst of having to play in the wild card round or the bye week uh, leading up to the divisional round. We are in a stable situation. Maybe it wasn't as great as we would have liked it at 11-6 and six to end the season, but there's still a lot to be thankful for. We need to recognize that when every where there's so many other uh so many other unquestionable situations that are going on around the league. Let's be proud of what we got with the Chiefs and cheer them on this week. There we go. All right, when we come back, we got the text line. Remember, text line, phone line's open. 913-586-7610. Hit us up. We're going to tackle them next. Players only with Dane and Hughes. Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, we're back. Players only. Halftime is over. And we better win, win, win no matter what this weekend against the Miami Dolphins. I'm Danon Hughes. I got Billy Baber and the phone lines. The text lines are open, 913-586-7610. We got the old faithful Dan on the phone. Dan, what's going on? Hey, Dan. Hey, Billy. How you doing? Yeah, it was a great game by the Chiefs defense. Oh, Charles Amy, who stripped him quick, and Mike Edwards, 84, 79 yards. And uh, it was a great game by the running, uh, running back, uh, Lachelle Peride. And uh, McCall Harmon really showed me something. And uh, I'm ready for this p- p- championship run, you know. We need to win this championship, you guys, because you guys do great work. And, Billy, I was going to ask you, what was it like uh, – uh, coaching with Dick Vermeil, did he uh, did he train with uh, practice pretty hard? And uh, was it like backing up uh, Tony Gonzalez and most priest times Holmes? Like let's take care of the uh, let's take care of the <laughs> yeah the Dolphins. Take care of yourself, guys. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dan. We appreciate Jan- Dan's like the Red Bull of the show. He's he's the middle of the show. Who's excited? Bolster of energy yep. to get us through the second half of the show. But he he asked a question about you. Playing for Vermeil and behind uh, Tony G. Dick Vermeil couldn't coach nowadays, man. I can tell you that <laughs> uh, he uh, he was tough. He was a guy that uh, if you weren't in full pads, you weren't really practicing. Mm. Um, week fourteen, full pads two twice a week. Um, didn't care. Yeah, just the only way he knew, and it was obviously a proven way. He won a bunch of games. He won a Super Bowl. Um, he was a great man, uh, terrific coach, mm. a uh, little hard on guys. I still believe to the day that Willie Rofe retired because of it. Oh, really? Um, it just, you know, Willie was in the last of his career, and, you know, those practices, again, man, they were tough, and they were started with live blitz pickup <laughs> and ended with live blitz pickup. Oh, wow. Every practice. So, you know, I mean, great man. Uh, couldn't make it nowadays, but terrific coach. When I tell you that, a absolute terrific coach. Uh, playing behind Gonzalez, man, you know, I tell people all the time, the only man I know uh, who caught at least 100 balls after every practice. People want to know the secret. Um, when I talk to people, they want to go, hey, man, you know, you played with Tony for four years, and, you know, you, you and him are good friends. And and I go, nobody outworked him. Yeah. Um, he had the talent. 
Uh, he had the drive. He had the ability. He had the size. Uh, and he outworked everybody. Yeah. And that's a real reason why he was great. Yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to play with Tony when Tony and Kevin Locker were both drafted in 97. So I played two years with those guys. And Tony, like we've seen in the um, the clips, the highlights on the NFL Network, he wasn't very good his rookie year. Nah, or his second hand, year. Yeah, his hands like feet. Mm -hmm. He had boxing gloves on. But <laughs> he, he worked. He, he dropped a lot of balls in, in his Hall of Fame speech. You know, he attributed that second year uh, to, I don't know if he dropped a dozen balls in the next 15 years. Yeah. Uh, just didn't do it. Yeah, uh, and, and when guys could have caved, he had a, a hard time against Bill Romanowski, and Roman, Romo was with the the uh, Broncos Raiders. and then the Raiders, yep. and he had a hard time going against him. Romo was in his head. That's right. And the fact that he was able to overcome that plus the drops and then formulate a, a Hall of Fame career, uh, it's amazing. So, yep. all right, with the text line, we got um, – Okay, from the text line, they asked, did you play with Mike Allstart? If, Mike Allstott? If so, remind me what he was like and if he'd be effective in today's game. That's from the 417. I did play with Mike Allstott. Uh, Mike Allstott actually gave me the keys to his house in Clearwater Beach when I showed up uh, and gave me uh, a free pass to his restaurant to eat um, anytime. Oh, Great wow. dude, man. When, you know, I got there – Back then, you know, he was kind of on the end of his career, uh, but he was a fullback slash H-back in that John Gruden mm -hmm. stuff, and I was kind of the same thing there and uh, shared some nice meeting rooms with him. We had good times. Uh, great man. Just, I mean, again, I was a new guy, just got picked up from the – I got cut by the Chiefs. I was in Tampa Bay uh, and just brought me in, man. And literally, I didn't pay for a meal after that. That's good. Because <laughs> I was there by myself, and uh, you know I can't cook. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, great story to hear from a, a veteran on a team, established veteran. I was watching something about the old quarterbacks when they had the challenge at the at the uh, Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, my, you and I, we golf a lot. We mm -hmm. get invited to a lot of charity games. The first golf set that I ever got was from Billy Joe Holbert. Ah. When I w first went to the New Orleans Saints as a free agent my last year or last preseason in the league. So those veterans embracing you when you come in, like they're lasting longer than your career. Those are those That's are right. those are memories that you that last forever. All right. We got Big T on the line. What's going on, Big T? Hey, thanks for taking my call, you guys. Uh, I remember this when you're you're in good hands with all stop. That's right. So, yeah. so, so, man, you know, uh, playoff football, man, it's a totally different game. We know this. And I know the cold, everybody's been talking about this, but it's really going to have a, a factor in this game. I really, truly believe. And I think at the Chiefs, with that great offensive line, they pancake guys. If they lean on that run game and just drill uh, that defense down, who's missing some key players, we can wear that team down and then set up the pass. But also, that other team worries me. Adchon. Etienne and uh, Moser, those mm -hmm. guys are some badasses. You know, those guys can run, too. And then you got Hill and Waddle, uh, Tua. We'll see what's going to happen. I love our, our, our uh, defense right now. Um, you know, with our playoff experience and then our home field advantage, Chiefs King was going to be ready. It's pretty cold as hell. And Fish Stink, as always, let's go Chiefs. Choo-choo! <laughs> Appreciate you, Big T. You're right, man. Uh, you know, we're going to get into this matchup against the Dolphins in the fourth quarter, but I, I think there's definitely some nuances 
to that matchup, uh, and we'll tackle that as well. To the text line, uh, somebody asked, how do you feel from the 816, how do you feel about the NIL? I think both of us kind of alluded to it. Uh, I would say the NIL, it was long overdue. The f- and That's we correct. used examples about our lives and playing. I played both sports, all all conference and in both sports, went to the uh, regionals in baseball, went to the Rose Bowl in football, a starter in both, and couldn't even buy a jersey in, in the student union. That had my, had my number for it. Nothing to show for it. No. And couldn't go home on the breaks, couldn't go eat uh, and regular have regular meals outside and go to the bars and do a lot of the stuff that other students just because I played football. But if I would have played the piano and was there on a scholarship for music, I would have been able to go and play the piano down at the bars. So it never, there was never any continuity with that. Uh, and so the NIL, if that fixes it to some extent, I am 100% a supporter. Uh, you have, uh, I see from the 573, you also have coaches coming and going. You can't expect the kids to stay if that person that recruited them leaves. I think that's pretty normal. I think I, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the coaches, you know, uh, they do come and go. And I think when a head coach, when we were playing, Dane, and if a head coach did get fired, you did have the ability. I think that was one of the only times if you came in with that guy, you could actually transfer mm-hmm. or put in a petition yeah. to. Um, and they would actually let that happen. And they understand that. It's just now, man, you know, the – how it's happening. I mean, I, just look at this young man at Kansas State, the basketball player, who got kicked out of Kansas State. And the next week, I watch a game, he's going for 15 and 16, and I'm going, it, it's three days in between when he got kicked out of Kansas State and play. You couldn't do that when we were there. Oh, no, it not It wouldn't happen. And yeah. now, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a business. Yeah. And when you and I played – it was a business, but there was also friendships that were gained. There was also an ability to learn how to compete, yeah, um, which I think is being lost. Yep. Um, to actually compete for your for your position and be the starter day one, and maybe you aren't, and then figure out a way how to be. How to be, and if you don't do that. You never learn, and yeah. you never get there. And, and unfortunately, in the real world, that's how it works as well. Yeah, some of the great stories in, in college experiences between both of us and most of our friends and the Chiefs ambassadors are usually the guys that came from nothing, the blue-collar guys that right. I started my senior year in college. I was just uh, relegated to special teams for my three years until somebody went down. Those are the experiences that I think are missed now with the transfer portal. But – the NCAA made their bed, and now they have to lie in it. All right, when we come back, we got the fourth quarter of the show. We're going to tackle this upcoming wild card matchup against the Miami Dolphins. Players only with Dane and Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, we are back. Final segment of the show. Billy Baber in the building. I'm Danon Hughes. Before we get into the Dolphins, I guess this is tied to the Dolphins. I want to tackle one more text, Billy. Uh, they were talking about your comments about Willie Rofe 
retiring and they loving the context from the actual players. With that being said, what are players not saying about this game that they would say behind closed doors, like in regards to the weather or Tyreek Hill's comments on his podcast against the Chiefs, etc.? Oh, they, you, fans want to know what we talk yeah, about behind the scenes. You will never hear a guy say it's cold. Uh, <laughs> not until after the game. Before the game, everybody's tough. Everybody's coming out there, geeked up. I mean, it's a it's a factor, but you'll never know it. Yeah. They won't let it be known. Um, it's just something that they're going to go out there, and by the time they get that first kickoff done – Guys are running down. You take the field. After that, you don't even know it's cold. Yeah, I agree because, you know, we've been in that huddle. We've been in that circle. You want to be able to look into each other's eyes and, and realize there's nothing else on your mind but winning this football game. That is, You have my back. I got your back. If we both got frostbite, we're both going to have it together. But we ain't talking about it. We, nah. ain't, we ain't dealing with it. We nah. ain't mentioning it because it's going to be seen as a sign of weakness. That's right. By somebody. Might not be by the closest ones that you're with in the locker room, but somebody could perceive it as a weakness. Right. As far as the Tyreek Hill comments, internally, you're like, all right. All right. I don't. <laughs> like, all right. You want, like, that's how you want to roll. That's how we want to play it. All He's right. coming back. I mean, yeah. this is the first time back in Arrowhead, back at, right? Back at Arrowhead. They so. played the, he played the old uh, Kansas City Chiefs in Germany. Yeah. Uh, but this is going to be different. Yeah. He's coming back. He's coming back to Arrowhead. Yep. And what better way to shut the door on all the talk, all the podcasts, all the comments, all the reckless stuff that he said than to hand him a second L with the Dolphins and and their season. That's right. All right, Baber, with the Dolphins, what's your thoughts on this matchup? Um, and how what do we got to do to get this win and move on to the divisional? Uh, I think this I think this matchup is, you know, we're we're pairing the best offense in the league. When we're talking the best, they're number one in passing. They're number one in total offense. They're number six in rushing mm-hmm. offense. Uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs defense, who second in sacks, second in quarterback hits, second in points allowed per game. Uh, that's two high-level sides of the ball going against each other every play. I think, you know, uh, you know Sneed's going to take Tyreek Hill, and he's been doing it all year. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a great job. Physical. I got Physical, big corner, understands Tyreek Hill, understands his route running, has practiced against him for many years. Uh, I, is he is he unbelievable? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen a guy like Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think what he has done to the National Football League, I don't know if it'll ever be seen again. I mean, we're talking right now, he's first in yards, first in touchdowns, second in catches yeah. in the National Football League. Not on his team. And the National Football League, so and, and has been has been banged up a little bit and missed, and missed some time. two games. Yeah, yeah. so listen, uh, I think you know they've got a great run offense. Mostert's going to, you know, he's number one in the league in touchdowns scored. Uh, they they are going to come out and put up points. I don't think against us they're going to put up as much as they normally do. Uh, and I think in this pick particular situation with the weather. Uh, they they like it, you know, Miami style. Yeah. Uh, it ain't 75 right here right now. So they got to get used to that. Uh, offensively, I think Travis Kelsey has a big game. Uh, their defense gives up uh, about 110 passer rating to tight ends. Um, he could have a tremendous game. We need to get him back in the saddle. We need to get the ball back in his hands. You know, he makes us go. 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's our best player on offense, and we got to get him the ball. But, you know, I think that's the matchup to watch. The Dolphins' offense against our defense, and if we win that matchup, Defensively, I think our offense is tenfold better than their defense. Yeah, they got some issues on their defense, even though they have David Long Jr., who's uh, rated the top run-stopping linebacker in the NFL. Melvin Ingram is out there as well. Uh, Bradley Chubb is out with the injury. Jalen Ramsey, I feel like they're going to probably rotate him on to Travis Kelsey, just like we saw. He's made him better. He, yeah, when yeah. he's when he's been when he was with the Rams when we played him here, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't have very much success in that game. Travis still was able to to toast that defense, uh, but being a bigger corner with the with the instincts of a corner, but the size of a safety, that's probably the matchup that you'll see. That's right. Uh, Saturday night uh, for me, I think the cold. Uh, negates some of those stats. And not just from the offensive perspective, but it could be from the defensive perspective in regards to, to me, this is not necessarily about the X's and O's and the the confusing alignments and blitz packages, et cetera. It's about toughness. That's right. We've played I people have asked me what's the coldest game I played in. It was the ninety six playoffs against the Indianapolis Colts. Coldest game I ever been a part of on the field. Uh and the missed tackles that happen because guys subconsciously don't want to fall on the ground like they did. They don't want to run their shoulders Hands through. Hands hurt. Hands hurt, so you're Feet not hurt. wrapping up. Um, you just cut blocking tackling. And if you got running backs like you mentioned with Mostert uh, and the speed that they have with Tyreek in the open field. The but they're not sweep, tough guys. Like they're, they're smaller, fast. They're smaller, fast guys. Yeah. And I think if you hit them suckers a couple times in the mouth, they don't like it. So you, you got to hit people in the mouth, right? So there's to. another person for all y'all to have listened to players only and listen to me on the air with Mitch Holtis, Dan Israel, and Josh Klingler pregame, during the game, postgame. It's always about hitting people in the mouth. When it's all said and done, whether it's two degrees or 100 degrees, Billy Baber, you got to hit people in the mouth. I feel like our Chiefs are ready, willing, and able to do that. We will be victorious this week. Baber, I appreciate you coming in. Julio, as always, you the man. Next week, we will be back in studio talking about this Chiefs and another win moving on in the playoffs. Let's get it done. Peace. Players only with Dana Hughes. Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.